Good morning, everyone. This is Gary Kay, and you're listening to another pre-Infocom edition of my Rants and Raves podcast. And I'm very excited to be joined with Laurent Meja, who's the Director of Product Line Management for Managed Switches at Netgear. Uh, good morning, Laurent. How are you? Hi, good morning, Gary. I'm very well, thank you, and thank you for inviting me. I'm, uh, hey, I'm excited to have you on for a number of reasons. Number, number one, you're going to launch a couple new products in booth 4286, which is actually a Netgear booth this year at Infocom. You'll also be in the SDVOE booth. We'll talk about that in just a second. But talk about the two switches, because you have a 16 port and a 24 port, which hit a sweet spot. Yes, thank you. We are really excited because, you know, after all these shows between Infocom and ISCs, we, we got a lot of requests for new switches, you know, for missing port counts. So I'm very excited because at Infocom next week, we are showing off a brand new 16 port M4316X, which is a stunning 16 port 10 gig copper switch at a very affordable price. So we compressed the pricing for copper 16 port uh, so that it's very relevant even for residential installations and believe it or not the customers will have the choice between a PUE option and a non-PUE option so this switch will be capable of doing PUE or not depending on the power supply so a 4316x and second uh, nice introduction that we are showing off next week is a 4300 switch another one but this time called 24xf so that was a missing item in our line it's 24 port of fiber and uh, you know you have a lot of verticals where uh, copper is forbidden or prevented like uh, hospitals for instance so 24 port fiber at a never seen before pricing level to again facilitate small installations requiring 24 fiber for audio variety. So 16X and 24FX uh, visible next week. And are these all uh, 10 gig switches or 50 gig switches? What is the, the capability of these switches? So the, the both will be 10 gigabit, you know, so they are really dedicated to a high-end AV over IP installation when it requires 10 gig. And obviously they are SDVOE ready in the sense that they are pre-configured for out of the box, you know, uh, rapid and immediate SDVOE deployments. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you'll, in SDVOEs in booth 1143, you'll be presenting there, but also you'll have your products there. They've been a great partner of yours. Uh, Netgear has their own booth, 4286, this year. Um, but uh, obviously, right now, the, the dominant 10 gig system, the only 10 gig system really that's shipping is um, uh, in the commercial AV market is SDVOE. However, next year at this time, as you know, we will have a half, uh, half a dozen manufacturers with varying 10 gig uh, capabilities that are not just SDVOE. Uh, some of the new companies that have come along, obviously, you know, Extron is a big name, is one example. Um, there are also a couple of other brands out there that have talked about having a 10 gig option. Uh, Barco has the Nexus system in other uh, segments of the of, of the uh, tech industry that is a 10 gig system that's not SDVOE. This first off, the most obvious question is because I think people are wondering, do these work with all those 10 gig systems? And I think the answer is yes, right? Oh yes, absolutely. That's that's you know you know the foundation of AV over IP is multicast Ethernet. You know, so that's a proven, robust standard. 
Video over IP can be anything else. So um, uh, you you are quoting brand new uh, uh, introductions. I'm, I'm really excited. And I can tell you, we started actually at Netgear to uh, qualify our switches here and there. And yes, the answer is that a Netgear switch that is pre-configured for uh, AV over IP on the SDVOE side is, is uh, exactly pre-configured the same way for any other uh, 10 gig non-compressed AV over IP. So for us, you know, that will just legitimate a little bit more all our commitment and efforts to that pro-AV world. So that answers my first question. Second question is, I think you're a great um, bellwether for the industry. So the AV over IP is new in the commercial AV world. In the broadcast world, it's been around for a while. And in, in the home even, I think it's even accelerated a, a bit because of products like um, Apple TV and Roku and the digital signage world, uh, the majority of that industry is uh, network-based. And I'm not talking about different, uh, you know, there's different uh, bandwidths, right? There's H.264, H.265, there's JPEG 2000, there's different forms of, uh, of one gig, and then there's 10 gig, and there's some in between. So I'm not talking about specifically that. What I'm talking about is in general, AV over IP. I would like to know, your numbers, what you're willing to give out as far as growth numbers and how big the market is now. Okay, so well, I mean, you know, uh, Netgear is a public company, so even if I'm really proud of uh, our accomplishment, I will not be able to tell you uh, exact numbers, but uh, you're right. I think we can uh, help people understand how it works, how this transition works. So, in fact, I'm going to start from an official number, how big this pro-AV market is not that relevant. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a huge billion-dollar market that includes a lot of displays and video sources. So here we just talk about transport, right? Video distribution, transport uh, solutions. And uh, the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, uh, um, HD-based alliance communicated back in the days, a couple of years ago, you know, that HD-based was a multi-million unit port market every year. So let's take it as a four million port. HD-based market. So video over IP uh, can be, as you just said, entry-level kind of H.264, 265, or mid-range kind of MGPEG 2000, or higher-end like SDVOE. All these technologies aims to replace HD-based as a transport solution. So if the uh, uh, yearly HD-based market used to be 4 million ports globally worldwide, uh, we can expect that a proportion of that HD-based market is transitioning right now as we speak. The only question is how fast this transition happens. And I also, as a director of the SDVU Alliance, I'm not authorized you know, to publish uh, any uh, SDVOE number, but we assume that SDVOE being just one component of the big AV over IP move, we can assume that already uh, 15 to 20 percent of that transition to video over IP. So that's a huge reality with hundred thousands uh, ports uh, installed already this year everywhere in and, and with multiple technologies. Now, Maybe the expectations in the past were that, you know, it was going to happen faster. The, the whole question is that between now and the next five years, how fast this transition is going to take and is going to, is, is going to happen. So from 20% today, we can reasonably assume that in the next five years, that should accelerate. 
and we should reach a point like a 50% inflection point in the next three to five years. So uh, this is, to answer your growth questions, uh, exponential growth. So we really see right now double-digit percentage of growth worldwide uh, uh, for AVO over IP and uh, SDVO in particular. Um, something else that I really just want to, to add is that some verticals like uh, healthcare for hospitals, you know, were small, but those verticals are the fastest growing verticals. So that might even accelerate that transition. Yeah, in fact, that's what the nexus from Barco is in that market. Um, so yeah, you did answer my question. Now, is it, are you allowed to, can you remove your SDVOE hat and answer a question for me? Yeah, sure. And again, this, uh, my question was really agnostic. I mean, I think that 20% of that transport solution already transitioned to AV over IP in general. I mean, yeah. So the question I would ask is, if you, if, you, if you had to put on your crystal ball and look ahead a year from now, and you had to, if you looked at the whole AV over IP market for high band, for, for high resolution transport, in as close to real time as possible. So let's eliminate H.264. Let's look at H.265. Let's look at uh, one gig and let's look at 10 gig. What do you think the percentages will be a year from now of those that have been installed? Um, so um, my, my expectation is that uh, from 20% of the installed base deployments this year, in one year from now, we should easily reach one third, so 30, 30% plus. And uh, it's, 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 a, it's a valid uh, calculation because we, as you can imagine, see what is going on, but we also can see the proliferation of requests and also the consultants that were trained uh, before that are now coming up with great projects. So um, I think we should assist to a... What do you think, well, I guess what I'm asking is a little deeper than that is of that 30%, so of that market, that penetration, which you said should be around 30% next year, what percentage of that will be one gig versus 10 gig, for example? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So that, that's, a, that's an excellent question. Uh, the most pessimistic view, so not the SDVOE view, would be a 50-50. Because okay. in fairness, in fairness, you, you, you can admit that uh, SDVOE is actually not really uh, AV over IP like a standard thing. It's, it's really meant to be at the top end of that technology, to be the official replacement of the metric switch with the same quality, the same absence of latency, all that. So this is only you know, a metric switch application as a metric switch replacement. And you and I know that a lot of Customers, uh, locations don't need actually don't have this metric switch application. They are more on the extension or the one-to-one -one distribution or the most uh, uh, you know uh, cost-effective ways. And we can assume reasonably that the large vendors like Questron, for instance, on the one gig MGPEG 2000 side, are very active and they push AV over IP at, uh, on their side as well. So this is fair. To, uh, to, to, you know, to predict that you know, uh, uh, SDVU is only half of that pie and uh, there is a lot of room outside for, for the other codecs, most likely. Yeah, and also you have, to, you have to consider there are other brands coming out with 10 gig systems that may or may not adapt, ad adapt the SDVU or Simtech 
product. I do think that uh, some of the plans that SDVOE has, has for the future certainly benefits them. And, uh, but I think your view is, is great because you're really the only independent source in the industry right now, short of another switch company coming in here and, and making a play. Really, I, I mean, I think that uh, if you looked at those systems that are installed, you'd find certainly on the high end, 95% or greater would have net gear switches on them. So I think that's an testament to what you and yeah, your company have done. Yeah, thank you. And you know, you know, Gary, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know, it doesn't come from nowhere. You know, uh, it's, it's many, many years of dedication and, and our organization now is fully committed. I mean, it's not only products, you know, it's really about management, executive management commitments, sales, technical support, engineering, QA. I mean, the whole company is on board now. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that you can uh, re uh, help uh, recognize that. And uh, you're right. Uh, uh, some of these great names that you just quoted, uh, you know, uh, uh, are already fond of, of Netgear. So I'm, I'm really optimistic. I mean, uh, Netgear is agnostic by, by essence. And uh, we, we fully support SDBE. And uh, as, as you know, it, it, it costs us a lot of energy and, and, and funds. But uh, Netgear is committed to the entire industry. We want to just facilitate this transition of IP. And we will be more than happy uh, to do so. And we will keep going with the great introductions in the year to come. So, uh, you know, we can already speak a little bit about uh, February ISC. We will have stunning new things to, 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 to show. So, so uh, one last question. Um, how does AVB fit in this? Do your switches handle and support AVB as well? It used to. It used to. And it's not the case anymore. So uh, uh, I resigned personally from the Avenue Alliance um, uh, quite a long time ago. Dante and Audinate now make part of the SDVOE Alliance. We, I strongly believe that uh, uh, AES, um, um, AES, uh, you know, and, and, and Dante and, and QCs, and uh, you have a family of protocols that are taking over right now. And to tell you the exact truth, AVB is cumbersome compared with AES67. It's, it's cumbersome. You, you have a few switches out there that are capable right now to claim the Avenue certification. So we, we gave up because the market, I believe, will transition to uh, a new generation of uh, audio variety. So uh, yeah. Netgear is committed to AES67 right now. Okay, that was my last question. Because right now, the only company that I know of that's really in the commercial AV space that's pushing AVB, I think, is still Biamp. Um, there aren't any other companies I know of that have an AV over IP system that's AVB. The rest are, are other uh, forms, VLC, uh, also uh, JPEG 2000, SDVOE, and, uh, and some proprietary formats. So there, you're right about that. This, I love just talking with you because you, you have great insight to everything. And you are the most knowledgeable person about AV over IP in the industry. Uh, so thank you for joining me today. Oh, Gary, that, that was a real pleasure. And uh, thank you for an invitation. That's really appreciated at Netgear. Thank you. And Net, Netgear is in booth 4286 at Infocom. Uh, Laurent Major will be there. You should definitely stop by and meet him. He's not only a super nice guy, he's super knowledgeable and can help your organization make a decision on what direction to go with AV over IP. And he has the tools and uh, to, to help you support it from an integrator standpoint and a user standpoint. 
Um, in the meantime, of course, you can go to netgear.com. Everything is right there. And you can just type in AV over IP in the search box and you'll find everything. The 4300 series, I believe, is, is the are these new switches, by the way, part of the 4300 series, the 16 port and 24 port? Of course, this is, yeah. this is the flagship. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so, so anyway, uh, they will have a new 16 port copper, 24 port fiber. The cool thing is, most interesting thing about the 16 port, port copper is it's, uh, it's a great entry level priced uh, product, very uh, competitively priced POE and non-POE available. Uh, and uh, of course, all of our Infocom coverage will be at ravepubs.com slash infocom2019. Thanks for listening.